All right, guys, it's your girl Marquita again, back with another episode of Let's Talk Raw. So I know I'm a little late, had a little rough day with the kid. Um, You know, mom, being a mom always comes first for me. So this is a late recording, but I more wanted to bring a couple talking points to light. Um, I went live on Facebook earlier today, kind of talking about the segment, um, and then I hopped on my Snapchat doing the same thing and hopped on IG right after that and went live on TV. So today's segment is about Martin Luther King Day. It completely spaced my mind with everything I have going on with just now being home from the hospital with my injury, trying to get back into the swing of things without my family helping me out with my daughter. And it completely spaced my mind because I would have been more prepared. Let's just be honest. I love Martin Luther King Day and I have always loved Martin Luther King Day, especially because I'm a product of two black loves at one point in time, but I am also the product of a biracial home. That marriage was dead and gone at one point in time and my parents decided to separate and divorce. That's cool. That was what was best for everybody. So with that being said, a few years later, my dad started dating and he chose a white woman. So I luckily got to grow up with open eyes, fresh eyes. And that's a lot of the reason why I view the world the way that I do. Um, But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I thought you guys should deserve a little background information about me as a person and where I come from. So with that being said, I, of course, am not racist. My dad is black. I have a a stepmother that is white and I have a mother that's black. I've got two sisters who have a bunch of beautiful white children. And I have a black sister has a couple beautiful black children. And I have a brother who has a few beautiful black children. So my family is huge, very diverse. That's just the immediate people. So with that being said, obviously, you know, I'm not racist, but I do pay attention to the racist shit that goes on. I'm not going to say excuse my language on anything that I say, and I'm not going to apologize for any of my views because that is the point of Let's Talk Raw with Marquita. So let's just go ahead and dive in. So I woke up this morning scrolling through Facebook and I saw a biracial mom torn between whether to comply with society and send her child to school today or to allow him to stay home. And she posted on Facebook about it. And in my mind, I initially am sitting here thinking, okay, did we get that day off in school? Hell the fuck, yeah, we got that day off in school. So I'm trying to understand why today is any different. And then it hits me with a national pandemic, like a global pandemic, actually, with a global pandemic going on, Why are any children physically going to any type of establishment in school? Why is not everybody e-learning? I know some people don't have the luxury of staying home with their children, but there are other ways. There are enough moms and dads that are out here paying attention, doing the right job, that are staying home with their kids. So I know that there's always another resource. And on top of that, since the pandemic, the government has made a lot of different arrangements for people that need the help to get the help. 
a lot of people are receiving extra food stamps right now because their kids are eating at home. Um, a lot of com- uh, organizations are, you know, doing drop off porch drop offs where they bring you food and, you know, things that you need at home. And I also know that anybody that does get a voucher for child care, you get additional free vacation days because of the pandemic. So they understand how hard it is on us. Americans in general, all of us, everybody's going through it. So with that being said, why are these kids not at home? But I'm more focused on this one single particular day. Why every child should not have this day out of school. Now, again, I am not a product of racism in any way, shape or form. But in my mind, I have to think back to we in 2021 now. You know, this is a brand new year. It's a fresh start. Kind of where my mind is going. You know what I mean? Let's start over. Let's do better than we did last year. Because all I remember from 2020 was a whole lot of black people being slaughtered and made a mockery. Their deaths made a mockery all over the internet, all over the news, all in magazines, newspapers, the Black Lives Matter movement. Unfortunately, with everything that happened in the year, is damn near the only thing I'm ever going to think about when it comes to 2020. I had a baby in 2019, so I'm blessed. I already had that uh, that memory, you know what I mean? So I don't have to replace that or share that moment with any other significant event. And the reason why I love it is not because of all my brothers and sisters that are six feet under. I love it because it got people thinking. Now, again, let's think a little bit more. What kind of message are you sending to the black families and the black culture as a whole for you to turn around and as soon the very first, very first holiday of the year, you don't acknowledge the black family and the black culture and what we just went through. What message are you sending? Because in my eyes, It kind of just takes me back. I don't know what slavery was like because I wasn't there. But I know what slavery feels like in 2020 and 2021. And in my eyes, that's kind of just pushing us a little bit back in history. Now, again, I went live because I wanted a little bit of feedback before I hopped on here and talked to y'all. And... It's crazy because the only people that I did have responding to my conversational pieces, the majority were white people, white families, not biracial families in any way, shape or form. These are just white people that pay attention. Their eyes are open. So they got me thinking. You know, they brought up some subjects. They brought up some talking points. One about how to make my podcast better. Appreciate all the feedback. But two, I got a talking point that completely spaced my mind. Now, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, but the Tulsa massacre in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that happened in 1921, I want to say. It's funny. Look at the digits. This happened in May 31st and June 1st in 1921. And here we are in 2021. 
1921. Here we are, 2021. This is the first year, to my knowledge, that every student hasn't either gotten a half a day or the whole day off of Martin Luther King Day. Now, because, you know, this is my podcast, I'm going to repeat some things that some of my listeners have already heard today because, you know, my wheels got turning. It didn't even occur to me when my friend on Facebook commented about the massacre. It didn't even, I, the, the event spaced my mind because our black history has been watered down for so long in the educational system to the point where they're just trying to take it away altogether. Because when I think about how I grew up and when I think about black history, I think about the importance of black history. It has nothing to do with the color. It has all to do with the people as a whole, them coming together, seeing a problem in society, seeing a problem in the government, seeing a problem in the black home and in their culture and in their environment, in their neighborhood, and seeing a problem when they look at the TV. I see them coming together as a whole, standing together firm, black men, black women, standing together firm and fighting for something that they saw was a problem. That's the whole point of my podcast. I see so many problems, so many gray areas, so many cracks here and there, and I want to talk about them. So today is going to be talking points. Because if we think about it, like I said, the Tulsa massacre, I never went into details, but I'm still stuck on the dates. You know, the year 1921 is when it happened. It was a massacre. What it was, was a black community called Greenwood. They were flourishing. They had everything they need. Businesses were running great. You know, things were going amazing for them. And just the way I view it, you know, they were slaughtered. They were slain as a whole. Everybody as a whole was taken out. And the only thing I can, you know, attribute to that is when the black people as a whole were coming together and and having something of quality, having healthy businesses, healthy finances, healthy families, healthy environments. When you come together as a whole, the white man starts to see your power and they don't like that and they want to take that. But instead of just single-handedly taking it, like making it harder for each individual family to survive like they do now, they just wiped them out as a whole, just took every last one of them out. But it was the only the black culture, the black culture of Greenwood as a whole was taken out in 1921. Now let's fast forward. Here we are in 2021, January of 2021 and Martin Luther King Day is just ignored. Right after 2021, the Black Lives Matter movement took off. It can't be a coincidence. Can't be a coincidence. I just don't see it. So that was interesting to me because, again, 
I forgot about the massacre. I forgot about it because it was never imprinted on my brain like 9-11 was. And some of these other monumental moments in history. Why? Because again, the black culture is being pushed to the side. Our history is being watered down. How can we hurt the black people as a whole? Because last year they got out of hand. They rioted. They protested. They tore things down. They burnt things down. But did we really? Because if I was paying attention correctly in 2021, it wasn't really the black culture that was destroying and damaging and being the negative light that was shown. It was really the white culture trying to make us look bad because we decided to quit taking the, the bullying. We quit laying down and allowing things to happen and we stood together with our backs against each other, man and woman. See, that's the beautiful thing. When black people come together, when they choose to come together, they don't come together by themselves. They come together as kings and queens together when slavery was abolished it was abolished together all slaves all black slaves were free when we got our real independence juneteenth happened and we got our real independence we did that together what martin luther king fought for he fought with his black brothers and his black sisters together now the beautiful thing that i do remember about the black lives matter movement of 2020 is the people that i know the very few beautiful people that i do know no matter what their background no matter what their culture no matter where they came from they stood together with their backs against mine so it wasn't only black people in the black lives matter fighting we had our white brothers and sisters there We had our Latina brothers and sisters there. But it's interesting to me that things got so out of hand in 2021. And the first thing we do is suppress the black culture. Because that's exactly what you you did by refusing to acknowledge today. That's exactly what you did. You suppress the black culture. You suppress the black voice because we're scaring you. Because at the end of the day, you know that if we come together as black men and black women, we'll paint a light that'll spark some ideas in people's brains to start thinking a little bit differently. Start walking a little bit differently. Start educating our children a little bit differently. So the one thing that I do hope is that people are opening their eyes. So on the Facebook post I saw this morning that kind of just sparked this whole conversation. Um, It was a biracial mom, again, torn between whether to send her black kings to school and send them the wrong message as young children or to keep them home. To my knowledge, she went ahead and sent her kids to school, which that's neither here nor there. To me, it's only one day. I'm not worried about it. And I would be okay with staying at home because I know the type of mother I am. I would educate my kids. That's why we're staying home. 
what today means, why it's important. Because to me, Martin Luther King showed me that when you see something, you say something. That doesn't only apply to when you're in the grocery store and you're seeing a woman be mugged. Or it doesn't only apply when you're out somewhere and you see a woman be assaulted. It means when you see something that ain't right, you say something because it ain't right. Stop being afraid to be uncomfortable and have these conversations with your friends. Because are they really your friends if they ignore your voice? Are they really your friends if you can't sit down and have an intellectual conversation without people getting angry and upset and walking away? Are they really your friends if they don't listen to your voice? I don't know. I'm a black queen. My royalty shows at all times. Sometimes I forget, but I am still a black queen. So I only surround myself that are p- with people that are healthy for me. People that want the best for me and people that understand me. People that are okay with me saying some rough shit sometimes. Making them uncomfortable. Stirring up trouble because that's me. You'll learn through listening to my podcast. But anyways, so this woman, she sent her kids to school and I got to read in the comments because where I graduated high school, it is a predominantly white town. The minorities, the black people, the culture is starting to grow a little bit. Um, But the majority of these people are set in their ways because they're old. They don't know no better. They come from a time where it was okay to be racist. Let's just be honest. That's in that area, in that town, it's okay to be racist. People overlook it. Not okay, but people overlook it. So with that in mind, I'm reading the comments and I stumble across a woman. Now, I never clicked on the profile to look into this person's personal life because it's neither here nor there. But I read the comment and the situation was, and this is if I'm understanding correctly, the situation was, um, I'm going to assume that this woman is a stepmother. Uh, Because in her comment, she mentioned how half of her household was divided. Half of these kids go to one school. The other half of these kids go to another school. And um, so I'm going to assume, you know, she's married or in a relationship with somebody that has kids from a previous relationship or situation. But it's it's their time to have all of the kids together. Now, half the kids got school. The other kids don't have to go to school. So what do you do? Do you comply with the government? Because that's pretty much who's got a hand in the educational system for the most part. Do you comply and send half of these kids to school? Or do you keep them all home from school and you send a message? Because again, when you see something, you say something. When something isn't right, we talk about it. We get to the bottom of it. We educate people. And that's all I'm trying to do. So if it were me in my situation... All my motherfucking kids are staying home today. And we're learning from home. We're going to talk about Martin Luther King. We're going to talk about Rosa Parks and Malcolm X. We're going to talk about the Tulsa massacre where black people were slain and lives were lost. 
And we're damn sure going to talk about 2021 or 2020 and everything we've just been through. We're not going to sweep it under the rug and pretend that these things did not happen. We're not going to sweep it under the rug and pretend that in 1921, black people, a whole neighborhood, a whole group, a whole culture, a whole society, a whole healthy, healthy, functioning black culture was taken out all at once because they were healthy. They were prospering. They had figured out to quit killing each other in the streets. And stand with each other and make a change. Because our kids deserve it. And we deserve it to see it. But that made too many people uncomfortable. And you know the details are just amazing to me. 1921 and here we are in 2021 and Martin Luther King Day is no longer observed. It's just crazy. But you know, another detail that stuck out to me about the Tulsa massacre is the simple fact of the government was just handing citizens, handing citizens rights to go kill these people. It wasn't like the riots where you just took over things and burnt things down and took lives. They were giving, they were being granted permission to take these lives. They were being put in certain circumstances to allow them the ability to go take a life in a country that's founded on Christianity. And Christianity is one of the founding commandments is thou shalt not kill. What? Is the message. Because to me. Not honoring Martin Luther King. Is taken away from our culture. Trying to let us know that we don't matter. That Juneteenth never happened. Because we are still not free. As a culture. That's what it says to me. In my black home and to my black child. That's what it says to us. And it also sends a message. To society and everybody else. That Martin Luther King fought for nothing. But he didn't fight for nothing. He fought for everything. See a lot of people think it's just a black and white thing. But to me and my household it's not. It's a balls thing. Do you have the balls to be different? Do you have the balls to stand out? Do you have the balls to be an asshole? Do you have the balls to call people out? Martin Luther King is a lot bigger than just a day. I don't know. What does it mean to you, though? Is it a big deal? Am I blowing it out of proportion? I want to know. Am I crazy for my thinking? I don't know. Because, again, a lot of my feedback today came From white people. Some of them grew up in a small town. Small racist town. Some of them grew up in California. Where it was diverse. They didn't know about racism until it was brought to their attention. Some of them grew up in a single black home. 
some of them grew up biracial in a single black home. But what is Martin Luther King's day? What does that mean? What does it mean that it's no longer seen as a holiday? And again, I would have never remembered the Tulsa massacre if a white girl hadn't brought it up today. And to look at the dates, 1921. And here we are, 2021. Those numbers are just so interesting to me. There's a message behind it all. But are you listening? I don't know. Let me know what you think. It's your girl Marquita. I'm signing off. Remember, if we pray together, we stay together. And that's the only way we can make a change. Hop on my social media. You can find me anywhere and everywhere. Uh, my name is Marquita Newton on Facebook. You can find me on Snapchat um, at KitaMay20. I'm on Instagram, the number four, uh, four fun underscore size 2012. You can find me on Twitter, same tag. But I want to know, what does it mean? A hundred years later, Martin Luther King's day is being taken away from students. And the crazy detail that I saw is that small little podunk town on the school roster, on the school calendar for events and dates and holidays. Today was marked as a recognized holiday. But you sent the students to school. So what exactly is being recognized? Because I've never heard the black culture being discussed the way it should be in schools. Black History Month was barely talked about. You got one fact a day, if that. So what's the message here? I don't know. Let's talk raw.